Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, now. Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What I, Allison, where do you, you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We talk about all sorts of dirty stuff, but also parenting stuff. Yeah, so. Check out Childish, new episodes every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another very exciting episode of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend. Sitting here day before Halloween in pod cabin with the one and only Daniel Quantz, my husband. I'm not the only. With the one and only one that I married, Daniel Quantz. Hey. Yeah, it's interesting we say one and only. When most of us know many people with our names, there's like, mm-hmm. there's so many Allison Rosens, or yeah. I had an Allie Rosen on the show, and then I had other Allison Rosens call in when she was on. Doug Benson has a show called The Wide World of Dougs, yeah. which is supposed to be... Only Doug Benson's? Only Doug's, but I feel like, but he, like in the first or second week, asked me to come on. I was unavailable, so I couldn't do it, but I, I'm, no, I'm no Doug. But was the conversation all about Doug's? It's pretty Doug-focused, yeah. yeah. That's cool. I like that podcasts can be very niche. Yeah. You know? This one's not, though. Well, I mean, our, my detractors would say it is. They would say it's all about poops and farts No, and your one detractor says that. I have one prolific detractor. <laughs> Which, by the way, I realized that I should have selected some comments that we should read because you know I like to do iTunes comment of the week and I forgot mm, to. So do it. maybe I'll do it in time. Maybe I'll do it for the next show. But anyway, we've got a packed show because you haven't, been on, you haven't been on for a long time. So much to talk about. We have a lot to oh get into. Oh my God. First, I must address the elephant on my face. Uh, and this is really unnecessary, but that has never stopped me before. I put on a new concealer earlier and... I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's the way. I don't know what's going on, but my under eyes are stinging. And also, I feel like it's settled into all my fine lines. And it's like my skin looks very dry and very wrinkly. Do you feel like you're sitting across from an old lady? Because that's how I feel. I feel like I've got an mm. old, la- I've, I've got old lady yeah. makeup on. Yeah. Yes. And this thing that you think is a fright wig, mm-hmm. that's actually my hair. Yeah. It's terrifying. I thought you were in costume, honey. No, but for real, do you feel like I look like I'm in costume? Uh, <laughs> yes, for real. You do? Yeah, you look like you're wearing one of those rubber masks from the Spirit of Halloween store. No, really. Honey, I don't remember you having chin hair. <laughs> I glued it on! <laughs> uh, do, are you, do you what? see it? It looks like my face is, like I put it on like crackle medium or something on the, around my eyes. It looks cr- extra crackly. 
I don't know. If, I'd have to see above. You know, I'd have to see the alternative. So I don't know if it's more than normal. Do you know what color my eyes are? I'm closing my eyes. Your eyes are the color of poop. Chocolate in the sunlight, chocolate with gold. Beautiful chocolate. <laughs> How are you, DQ? I'm good. Uh, I really think that Halloween should be one of those holidays that has like two days off in the week to go mm-hmm. along with it. It yeah. feels I've felt all week like Thanksgiving week or something, but just didn't get the days off. So, uh, but yeah, you know, hanging in there. I'm full of anxiety about Tuesday, but uh, trying to um, keep my head screwed on. Would you say a hundred being very positive that it's going to shake out the way you want it to, that being Biden wins, and zero being like resolute that it's going to not go how you want it, meaning Trump wins, Where what number would you give yourself? Or is so it, zero is Trump wins, a hundred is, is Biden, Biden wins. wins? Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I mean, I vacillate because, you know, when I hear about, hear experts talking about what the polls are saying and what the trend lines are doing and comparing that to 2016, it looks good for Biden. But there's this X factor of um, shenanigans and voter suppression that we can't really know what the effect is going to be. So that's the part that gives that makes me nervous. Like I don't know, you know, you keep hearing these stories about the postal service in certain key swing counties like being slower than normal and not delivering ballots and then the Supreme Court or state supreme courts handing down verdicts saying that like ballots that were sent before election day but delivered after election day may not be counted, which is like insane because every vote should should be counted and well i've seen people today on twitter saying if it looks like biden is winning on election day wouldn't it be interesting if trump all of a sudden is like no we have to count the absentee the absentee ballots that he right now is saying he doesn't want to be counted if all of a sudden he's like wait we have to count those yeah i mean i'm not sure what their strategy would be if biden is looking like he's clearly going to win i feel like uh if it's i think that they're I think their strategy is to cast doubt on the swing states regardless and then hope that it can be challenged in court for a repeat of 2000 uh, where to remind anybody or tell anyone who wasn't alive at the time, they basically, the Supreme this Court is, stepped in. This was in me and, on that night. Woo! And then like an hour later, fuck. A couple things were going on that people may not know or have forgotten, which is that Let me Um, just interrupt this and say, if right now you're like, hey, I don't want to hear about politics, just know that we've got an an installment of Daniel's Cool Beans coming up in this episode. So it's not all going to be politics. This won't last long. And by the way, tomorrow's election day. Like, come on. Give me a break. Are you not not also thinking about this for real? But um, back in... Some people aren't. Well, I mean, God bless you. I I wish I was one of you, honestly. Like, it's... um, But... uh, No, in 2000, uh, the Florida Supreme... State Supreme Court... Uh, said, okay, you know, set a deadline and said they have to count all the ballots by this date. And they were on track to do that. But uh, 
operatives, Republican operatives coordinated by like Roger Stone. And by the way, like Brett Kavanaugh was one of them, Neil Gorsuch. I think uh, John, sorry, not Neil Gorsuch, John Roberts uh, were part of this thing called the uh, Brooks Brothers Riot. And they kind of stormed these facilities where they're counting ballots and created a whole thing to delay the ballot. But they're still going to finish the count on time. And then the Supreme Court of the United States stepped in, stopped the the count, and said it would uh, if and under the reasoning that if they were to finish the count, this is crazy. If they were to finish the count, it would cast it would make Bush's win illegit seem illegitimate to too many people. That was their reasoning, which is crazy. If Gore were the one that was going to win. Like, it's in, insane logic. Oh, wait, am I following this correct? I'm sorry, I must interrupt. Brooks Brothers riot because of what they were wearing? Yeah, well, it was just a bunch of, like, Republican lawyers. Okay. You know, and they so they, they, that's just what they called it. Uh, so am I following this correctly? They said, you have to stop this because it might turn out that Gore's the one who won, and we want Bush no, to be the winner? <laughs> no, we have to stop this recount because if bush wins it'll cast doubt on his election which is insane because if they did the recount and he won then that wouldn't that it was it was that's super yeah it was super bizarre confusing to me i think it admits that he wasn't gonna win i think it's oh like if this proves he won then they're gonna question why we decided he won before but that's why they were doing the recount but anyway that's beside the point this is breaking my brain i know it's confusing the whole thing was very illogical but that's not even the point, so whatever. What I was going to say is they were meeting in the Florida uh, uh, state legislature. I forget who it is that appoints delegates or appoints electors. Because, you know, when you vote, you're voting for state electors. And then the electors go to D.C. and cast the mm-hmm. vote. So the electors can change the popular right. vote. You vote for them in good faith that they'll keep your vote. But... Let's say you're a Democrat and you have a you have a Republican run state legislature like Pennsylvania, and I bring up Pennsylvania because they're actually the Republican Party is talking about doing this, which is, um, the let's say the state goes for Biden, and that that doesn't mean that the state legislature has to pick Biden voters; they can pick Biden electors. You mean electors? Sorry. They can pick Trump electors, right? Now the governor of Pennsylvania, faithless electors. Yeah, right? now the now the, well, but they could say, well, it wasn't legitimate. They could say, we're we don't agree that that's a legitimate vote, so we're going with what we're saying is the real will of the people. On what grounds would they say we don't agree with it? Like, we well, the think bullshit. There, was, there was voter fraud. Or yeah, something? whatever. They could okay. say, like, yeah, there's a you know a bunch of ballots that were dumped in a river. Who the right. hell knows, right? Like, but. If it's cast in enough doubt, then yeah. that gives them cover. They could then uh, appoint Trump electors. Now, I think the governor could appoint Biden electors, but the, I think the tiebreaker goes to the legislature or something like that. Anyway, they were doing that in Florida in 2000. So even if, this, even if the Supreme Court hadn't stepped in and Gore had won Florida, they were planning a, a, another way of taking the election, which was to appoint faithless electors. Okay. Let me ask the question a different way, and then we're going to move on to something more. I'm saying this is what gives me anxiety, yes. folks. Let me give you a new question. You ready? Yes. Okay. I'm Are we ready. doing voices? Are we doing voices? Are just, you ready? Just okay. get with your question. On a scale of zero or one to ten, 
10 being optimistic, mm. zero being pessimistic, mm-hmm. where do you put yourself right now? Because that's what I was... Tr- I realized I phrased my question wrong before. I wasn't trying to and say... And it was too many numbers. I know. I wasn't... I know you you didn't have that many fingers. I wasn't trying to say, do you think Biden's going to win? I was trying to say, like, how good are you feeling about things? Because I... Good about... You know what? I'll Let me just answer for myself. Um, it's my show. You deserve to hear what I think. Um, I am feeling more optimistic than pessimistic, but I think that's because pessimistic is too uncomfortable. Like, I just don't even... Like, I'd figure, like, we'll just cross that bridge when we get to it, you know, in a few days if it goes that way. But right now I'm feeling hopeful. About what? That Biden will win. What does that mean? That Biden will be our next president. Okay. So I am optimistic that Biden will win the vote, and and I'm optimistic that he will win the Electoral College, but I am not optimistic that he will become the next president. Do you... Okay, let's make some... Do you want to go on record... Since this is, and then we're moving on. Go on record. But I'm not pessimistic about it either. I am guarded. I, no, I just don't know. I just, okay, so what's I just your don't prediction what's of what's going to happen? <laughs> you are predict bot three thousand. Predict bot. If right, anyone if I were is, to put if I were to wait, put money hang, down, just hold on. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know, when Daniel and I watch television, he blurts out things that he thinks are going to happen, and sometimes he's right. And then when it happens, he goes, I am predict bot 3000. Now remind me 1000 and 2000. What happened? 1000. So predict bot 1000 <laughs> was wrong. Just wrong. M- most of the time. Predict bot 2000 was right, but got the predictions in after the fact. <laughs> yes. So it was useless. And then they dialed it in. 3000 is more often right and it's before. So it's yes. better. Yeah. So what does predict bot think is going to happen? Well, I think that I think that Biden's going to win well enough that we'll go to bed on Tuesday night. It, 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 I, I feel like I'm going to jinx. Let me just couch this in a ton of caveats. Um, we have no I, We have no fuck. No one knows anything. No one has any idea what's going to happen. This is just a wild speculation. Maybe based on some things that I know, but it's not like I'm a I, I I'm not yes, gonna, yes, I'm not yes, going to yes, challenge yes. the universe. Universe, don't listen for a minute. Don't listen. You're better than me, universe. Okay. What was that? I'm pleading with the universe not you're, to. But jinx you're me. better than me. You're yeah. What do you mean? Because that's what the universe thinks. If you say I think this is what's going to happen, oh, the universe says they have oh, to, they have to smote you. Oh. You think you know more than me, the fucking universe? I'm the universe, motherfucker. Guess what? It ain't going to go that way. It's going to go this way. And then you're like, but I... Oh, to humble you. Yeah. Like in the same way that going to a private island with Kim Kardashian was humbling. It's exactly like that. <laughs> I actually. see. So you're so you're letting the universe know that you know it's your humbling place. Like if you were resting peacefully in the afterlife, and then <laughs> your son-in-law dragged you up from hell and forced you to say that he was a genius. That kind of humbling. You know how? So we're talking about the hologram that Kanye purchased for Kim Kardashian of her deceased father, Robert Kardashian saying a bunch of nice things, but also he said peefy. I'm assuming that's like an inside family thing. I think it's like a pussy fart. If that is what that is, (laughs) 
That's so fucking weird. I know. It's so fucking I just weird. No, I think my brain didn't allow for that to be because obviously that's what it sounds like. And but I'm like, no, they, there's no way. It's got to be like a like a like a cutesy word that the family uses for fart is what I assumed. But then because Sarah Colonna, who's been on the show, friend of the show, tweeted, "Whatever you do, don't Google Peefy," and that's what came up. And I was like, oh, of course. I just assumed. Anyway, go back to your prediction, please. Oh, that's ugh, Jesus. Um. Can I just say something? Um, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I kind of wanted to mock the hologram thing, but then I thought more about it and I thought, you know, if I if I were grieving or missing someone, I would probably, uh, it's kind of wishful film and I would probably like that gift, even though it's very easy to say negative things about it. And it's kind of weird. Anyway, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I can see how it'd be comforting. The only thing that I think is distasteful is putting words in his mouth. Like know? pussy fart? Well, who knows? Maybe he did say that, but the part where he's like, just anything. That Kanye like, is a genius, yeah, yeah. you know, like, I'm very happy that this, and I'm very happy that that. I mean, he probably right. would think that, but, you know. Yeah. It just feels distasteful to me. Anyway, uh, so my, if I were... If I had to put money down, I would say Biden uh, looks like he's going to win on on Tuesday night. Uh, and, but it's oh god, I don't fucking know. Like, I, I guess I have a feeling that we're we're actually going to know on Tuesday night. Uh, maybe because there's so much, so many people are so convinced we're not going to know on Tuesday night. It just feels like that's the way it would go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that'll be the surprise. Like Biden ends up winning uh, a few states that you know they didn't expect he'd win, and it's kind of just over. Um, and that and that, that a lot of this worry will be for nothing. So I guess I'm optimistic, but my optimism makes me scared, and then that makes me pessimistic. You know what I'm optimistic about. I'm going to tell you, and then I have, we have to talk about a funny thing that happened with our kids. Yeah. Uh, what I'm optimistic about is how much everyone's going to love Simply Earth. It is an essential oil recipe box. I know you're very so, excited about it because you're like a crafty guy. I like essential oils. Here's Sue the me. thing with essential oils. Perhaps you have some sitting unused on your shelf. They can be, not with this, but in the past, they can be expensive. And then you get them and you're like, okay, well, now I don't really know exactly. They smell great, but I'm not quite sure what to do with them. Enter the Simply Earth Essential Oil Recipe Box. It helps you gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils to help make your home toxin-free. So here's how it works. You get four pure essential oils and natural ingredients delivered to your door doorstep. Use the easy to follow recipes to make six different products with the oils and ingredients found in the box. Enjoy the peace of mind that comes with using natural products that you know the ingredients to. So it's like a meal subscription kit, but more fun and less edible. Um, so we got a diffuser that goes with it. We got like the different little bottles to make different sprays and like you can make a, a thing for your face and there's, and there's you can like make soap, right? You like, can make soap, you, you can soap. make body wash, you can make, you can make all different sorts of things with with it and then there's all these great scents i think juniper berry and grapefruit are, are and there's a citrus one and there's an autumnal one they all smell so good you can make so many different things um and again like i said when when i opened up the most recent box your eyes got really wide because you <laughs> love stuff like this i mean i do too but you especially love stuff like okay this. <laughs> you do let's not get carried away you do 
I'm, I'm, yeah, I like it. I like this stuff. I'm not like obsessed. I'm not on like Essential Oils weekly subscription magazine. You. I'm not, you know. You were June in my essential oils of <laughs> the month. Of essential oils calendar. <laughs> of essential oils. <laughs> Using essential oils to support your wellness doesn't have to be overwhelming. Have fun making your home toxin-free with Simply Earth's essential oil recipe box. Plus, get a free 80 milliliter diffuser when you subscribe using my URL, simplyearth.com slash best friend. Again, that's simplyearth.com slash best friend. Also, Daniel. Mm. When we got into like a little bit of a tiff last night mm-hmm. when we were changing the sheets, do you recall what kind of sheets those were? They were Brooklyn in. That's right, because they're the only sheets I will allow on our bed. I love them. I sleep better on them. They're super comfortable. They, I was going to say they get better with time, but I don't know that that's true because they started the first night I ever had them, had them on our bed, I slept really well, which is when I fell in love with them. So they start out great. And they end up great, and they're great all along the way. Also, mm. right now, you are using a Brooklyn and towel. Are you I, loving it? Yeah, it's really a. It's a nice towel. It's thick. It's a big, thick, plush towel. Yeah. But they also have a lighter one. Tony has the lighter ones. Oh, um, they have three different levels of plushness of the towels. So you can have like a lighter one that drives off dries off quickly, or you can have like a plush spa one, which is what Old DQ has. Mm-hmm. Um, Brooklyn has a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes. There's so much more than just sheets, comforters, pillows, towels, even loungewear. I want Brooklyn to outfit my entire life. I love everything Brooklyn, and I should just get everything else to be Brooklyn in too. Don't wait. Do something nice for yourself. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to get 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code BESTFRIEND for 10% off your first order plus free shipping. Brooklinen.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND at checkout. So we have lots of calls from people. We got segments. We got stuff. But first, I want you to tell the story because it's so cute of what happened when you were peeing the other day. With Owen. Owen story? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was peeing, um, as I do, uh, standing up also, you know, it's as the sort of traditional way the males in my family mm-hmm. pee. And uh, I did not hear Owen. Um, all I saw was I'm, I'm staring down and this little, <laughs> this little hand and arm come <laughs> reaching through between my legs to like he's going to touch the stream. <laughs> he didn't know what it was. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it scared you. It scared the crap out of you, right? Yeah, it scared the hell out of me. You know, I'm not used to seeing a, a baby's hand <laughs> while I'm being. Uh, yeah. Luckily, he, you know, he didn't get far enough to... Uh, yeah, he's awful cute these days. That's the story. I was going to tell it on the Moth podcast, but... <laughs> it's really good. I'll tell it here. Um, I'm distracted because I looked down at my notes and I wrote Owen reaching through leg and then I wrote cup door and I have no idea what that means. Cup door. I feel like it's that my, yeah. Uh, Oh, (laughs) it was the cop coming to our door. Oh, cop door. (laughs) That's an O. 
Yes. I want to talk about that moment that happened because so a cop came knocking at our door to inquire about something that involved our the people who lived here before we bought the house. But after he left, I felt so nervous. Like we can say what it was, right? It's potential fraud. Potential fraud. Someone had our address and they're just trying to locate the person, I think. Yeah. But when he left, I was like, have I potentially been involved in fraud? And I don't remember. It's so weird. I know. It's sort of like, I'm cutting off. Sort of like when I go through security at the airport, I'm always like relieved when I make it through. And it's like, but I know that I'm not bringing anything (laughs) that I'm not supposed to. Anytime I see a police officer... I get nervous and I think of like, what have I, okay, what can I be doing or have yeah. I done? What, you know, uh, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that I think about and go like, if I'm this nervous, imagine if I was a person of color. Like, I know. Well, that's like, like, that's what I was thinking I is that that's real privilege that the cop came to our door. We opened it up without, without really, really being afraid being and that it all went fine. I wasn't really scared because I know I haven't done anything but you know you can't help but think like gee is there something you know is there some code that we haven't right you You just feel nervous it's like a it's like when a teacher but what's funny is the burbank pd has this thing on halloween where if you print out a pumpkin and then color it and put it in your window they will deliver like a little bag of candy and um they called reverse trick-or-treating which is like such smart by the way, like community outreach propaganda, like, it's <laughs> so smart because like Elliot, you know, was like so excited. They, they delivered the candy a couple days ago. Uh, and then either later that same day or the next day is when this, you know, cop came by. No, it was, it was the same day. Same day. Okay. He came by and then the next day, Elliot wanted to call the police <laughs> because he wanted more candy. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, man, look at that. That totally I know. So here's the thing, though. We put it in the window and like, I don't know, 35 minutes later, the candy was at our door. Was it that quick? I don't understand. I've never seen a cop on our street. Did you send them any kind of No. Oh, wow. No. And they actually, in their post about it on next door they actually say like you know do not call us <laughs> to tell us that we put it in, you put it in the window just tag us and i'm like i don't know where we're supposed to tag you so i figured they're not gonna see it so we're probably gonna have and it to it wasn't this guy because no. he didn't he's like oh have they given you the the stuff yet and I'm, I'm like oh yeah they came by this morning and he's like oh well here and he gave me coupons for free slurpees <laughs> and you've already sworn off the Burbank 7-Eleven because they wouldn't let I you put coffee in your big gulp. Anyway, that 7-Eleven. So, um, no, what I was going to say is I figured we're probably going to have to buy the candy and just, you know, put it, pretend that like there's, they're not going to see it. I don't know how to communicate with them, yeah. but somehow they saw it within. Yeah. It's really. Yeah. I never, surprising. I don't think I've ever so, seen them either. Anyway, though, here's the, the thing I wanted to get to. I remember when I worked at Time Out New York, I approached an intern to see if she wanted to write something for my section. Mm-hmm. And I really was like, you know, are you interested in writing this? 
she could have said yes. It truly, I, I was not ordering her to write it. I was giving, because this is what you would do with interns. You would give them opportunities to get bylines. Yeah. I was just, you know, checking on her workload. Do you have time to write this? And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, no, I mean, only if you want to. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like no matter what I like, like you don't have to. Oh, okay. No, no, I can't. Okay. Ooh, okay. Okay. I'll get that. Uh, and I was like, Ugh. I want to like shake off my skin. My, right. you know, the, the authority. Cause she was acting. She was afraid of you. She was afraid of me and felt like she couldn't answer normally and was just telling me what she thought she was supposed to say, which is, yeah. and it was, and I was thinking that anyone who has authority like bosses mm-hmm. must get that all the time. Um, teachers probably get that with some kids and then cops all the time. Like they must, yeah. it must be weird for them to never be able to have, and maybe they get off on it, but to never well, have a normal conversation as I doubt there were that here's an here as evidenced by the fact that you, I overheard you say to him something about, what a great municipality this is. Well, a I, word you don't normally use. <laughs> you were totally in your, I'm talking he to a cop. Was, okay. But he was saying, no, I didn't come out unprompted. I was like, Hey officer, <laughs> this is a great municipality. Ain't it? Mm, I think you did. No, say that. he didn't. He, he, he kept saying, this is, uh, you know, this is a great area. It's really safe. It's a really great area. And I, I said, yeah, that's why we moved here because it was low crime and it's its own municipality. It has its own police department, its own fire department. Yeah, but you were totally and buttering it, him up and like, we heard you guys are great. But everything we I just said was true. City services are so wait, great. Wait, wait, wait. I'm right. But everything I just I said I know, was but true. you were still talking to him because he was a cop like that, right? Okay, look. First of all, he was really, he was very nice. He was very nice. Uh, but also, you have to have an eye on the future when uh you know a week from now two weeks from now a month from now everything goes to hell everything goes to hell wednesday and we are depending on the police department and the police officers to keep chaos at bay uh and to be on our side our side being the righteous left (laughs) um like I assume they won't be, and I just I want them to, saying. and I want him to remember that house where they you know, right. They, they were nice. The, they had a they were nice, cute kids. Because uh, that guy likes our municipality. Because look, folks, I don't know if I've got what it takes to survive the apocalypse. <laughs> I don't know if I do either. Can I just tell you something that's really disturbing? Okay. Every single time I drive to the bank, which is once every couple weeks, uh, I drive down Magnolia, and Magnolia has. Uh, a bunch of gun shops on it. And there's every time there's a long line. And this has been for months. It's and been months. since shut since shutdown started. You'd think that it was oh, just when it's at the beginning there would be no. Ev- every single day that I go by, there's like a line of people buying guns. I'm just like, fuck. Should I start a podcast about guns? Oh, that'd be great. From someone who's never shot one. Just and guns. What are they? Right. What color do they come in? Yeah. What? How? How much do they cost? Yeah. Where do I buy one? Um. How do they work? How do they work? I mean, I I actually don't know. See. I I don't quite know. Um, Well, I'll tell you after the podcast. (laughs) What else could? Oh oh oh! 
like assault rifles oh, yeah. or automatic weapons. Also, those are also guns. BB gun. We could do BB guns. Sure. T-shirt guns. T-shirt guns. I don't know. Staple guns. Not sure this podcast has legs, honey, but I believe in Stun you. Stun guns. Stun guns. My arms. <laughs> Let's listen to a voicemail. Again, I'm lifting my hand in the air as if I'm about to do a magic trick. Like, again, un... What's it called when you listen ahead of time? Listen to. Unlistened to. Screened. No screening. Great. Hi, Allison. Um, my name is Sarah. I saw the post on Instagram, decided on a whim to call in. Um, the question was, how's it going out there? And honestly, it could be worse. Um, but I did recently um, come out of a six-year relationship during quarantine and pack up and move all of my life and belongings from San Francisco back to my parents' basement in mid-Michigan, um, which is, you know, not what I anticipated as I uh, settled into my late 20s. Um, so I'm happy-ish, I'm healthy, which is good, I'm employed, which is great, um, but try to figure out what to do with my life. So if you, Daniel, if you and Daniel have any thoughts um, on, you know, like where I should live, um, et cetera, that would be great. Um, but yeah, uh, it's Sarah. Thanks. Thank you for calling, Sarah. You know, my feeling about, and you don't seem particularly sad about this breakup, so I think that bodes well. Um, or maybe you're just, you've processed it. But on to the next, I say. I'll, I'll tell you where just, you should live after next week. Just making, you're just making room for the right person. And um, if I weren't married with kids, I would probably go back to my parents' house. Like I feel like, like Nikki Glaser is living with her parents. Um, a lot of people, Ali Siegel is with her parents. A lot of people have headed home to... Save uh, money? Yeah, but also, I think also just to sort of ride out this crazy time. Have, well, if you're single, yeah. Like, if you're single, why be alone? It's got to right. be a really tough time to be alone. And um, also, it helps your parents if you're with them. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know anything about mid-Michigan. Um, you're going to have a cold winter. I would say... Uh, I'm envious of that, actually. I don't know where you should live. I don't know. Uh, North seems like a good place to be, though, these days with global warming. So, um, as far as you, what you should do with your life, I mean, welding. You know, pays well. Uh, welding. Oh, don't look down your nose at welders. I'm not looking down my nose. Don't you judge, I just you have, elitist. I've never heard you. I have talked about how sometimes you wish that you could just be like a pipe fitter. A pipe fitter? I feel like I've heard you say that. Never. I don't even know what that is. No, no, no. Like honest day's work fitting pipes. I've never said or thought that. If well, I was going to do honest day's work, it might be something in construction, but not pipe fitting. Welding? Come on. Would it be welding? No. But you think she should weld. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, uh, or let's see, get, I don't know, nursing. <laughs> You're fired. All right, let's listen to another call. You're Sarah, young still, late yeah. 20s, come on. What are you passionate about? Okay. 
Hi, Allison. I'm calling from the Midwest. My name is Victoria. I wanted to check in with you on that episode you had with the great Mr. David Tell several years ago. My question is, when you have an interaction with a man, if you're single, and he could be a really great guy, but you just know that he's not a committed relationship guy like David Tell, he's a career guy, how do you stay friendly with this type of guy, but not really give too much energy into it because you deep down, since you're a little bit older, you're not like 20, you know that this kind of guy is never going to make any effort to be serious about it, but you want to be friendly, yet not waste your time. Love your show. Thanks a lot. Bye. Vicki from Chicago. You've gotten through to them, Daniel. They know to, know. to let it. us know their all. name at the end. Vicky with the specific question. I love it. I like it. All I right. love it. It what was it? so specific. I'm always like, I was almost like, wait, is this for childish? I'll answer for me. I always just give it up. Like if I'm interviewing some dude who's like single, but you know, career and they want me. You go to bed with them? I'm codependent. Daniel. I feel like usually you're the one who gives good advice. Bring back that guy, Vicky. <laughs> I'm kidding, folks. I don't interview people. Go ahead. Um, good question. I think you have to be honest with yourself and figure out, are you hung up on this specific person? Let's just say it's David Tell. Are you hung up on... No, let's not. Um, I know that I would get involved with guys where I knew they weren't going to be able to give me what I wanted. And I lied to myself about what I wanted. And I also believed that they would change their mind. So it was like double levels of obfuscation. Like I said to myself, like, oh, I don't want anything serious with this person. I would never marry someone like that. This is, I'm just having fun. But I would get really hung up and like my heart would get, my heart was open to them. And the truth is I wasn't admitting it, but I did want them to want me just as much as, as I liked them. And I wanted a commitment. And I just, I mean, I think that I kind of had to do that for a period of time because it, I had to work through something, but it sounds like you're not wanting that kind of thing. So I think you, like I said, you got to be honest with yourself about, can you, is this person taking up a slot in your life that if it were open might be filled by someone more suitable to you? Um, and I think you can stay friendly, like you can be nice about it, but if that means that you don't spend time with this person for a period of time while you sort of get over them, I think that's fine. I think that's healthy. Yeah. I think also if you find yourself getting involved with someone that you know um, isn't going to be serious. And uh, you want something serious out and, of life. And you want something serious. Well, no, no. Don't get ahead of me now. I said if you find yourself okay. getting involved with someone uh, who you know is never going to be a serious relationship. Um, and you're telling yourself that you want a serious relationship. Then you have to ask yourself if you really, if that's really true that you want that because, mm, um, you have to ask why you're doing this. Um, that there might be fear 
uh, or something that is causing you to um, behave in a way that's contrary to what you think you're, uh, what you want. I think that's very astute. I'm, uh, I'm astute sometimes. Usually I'm just stute. <laughs> but sometimes you're astute. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're the stute. Sometimes I'm stutes. I'm various stutes. <laughs> uh, if you would like to call in and get some of Daniel's stuteness, that's 323-553-2331. Again, that's 323-553-2331. Just leave a voicemail because we don't answer. I do not answer my phone. Period. No, I pretty much don't either. Hi, Elton and Daniel. This is Laura from Buffalo. I was just calling because I'm sitting in my car during my lunch break in beautiful Buffalo, New York, um, looking at the trees. I've been thinking about Christmas a lot and if it's going to be different this year because we don't know if I'm going to be working or not. Um, wondering if it's going to be any different for you guys. Anyways, hang in there. And yay for antidepressants during this time. Um, once again, this was Laura from Buffalo. Bye. Three for three. Yeah, you're, you're all just beautiful people. I love you. Um, Amazing. Laura from Buffalo. Buffalo. We're getting calls from cold places. We are. And, and it's making me so jealous. Uh, this guy who I follow on Instagram lives in Minneapolis, and he's been posting videos of the snow and i'm just like oh i know i I, miss snow maybe wouldn't feel that way if i lived there but god um i feel for everyone who is job insecure right now i i my heart goes out to you uh i can't imagine how hard this is or people who've lost their jobs uh it looks like right now there's not going to be any stimulus to help anyone till at least the beginning of february because uh because Republicans and uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I offend? Send it to at Allison Rosen on Twitter. Your comments about what I just said. Sure. Don't give me that look. Sure. Don't you? Sure. Anyway, well, sorry. Anyway, sorry. Uh, it's going to be really change careers. Hard. Become a well stress. What I'm saying and tweet is, me. what I'm saying is, uh, this is a hard fucking time, and I am sorry and. You know, my uh, sympathies are with you. And if uh, you uh, want to call us and leave messages or tweet and chat, we're here. We are here. Uh, and uh, hopefully we can weather this storm. Um, I don't know, but I don't know what else to say to people other than like uh, hang in there. Yeah. Um, Christmas, she wanted to know about Christmas. It is going to be different this year. Oh, yeah. How's it going to be different? Because we're in the shutdown. How are we going to do Santa? We're not going to be able to go to Tam O'Shanter, which I like to do I am and so hear the singers. Um, yeah, like the whole Christmasness of everything yeah. where you go to places where there's carolers and there's people around. Like, we may have to go nuts on the Christmas decorations I feel in the like house. I feel like the day after Halloween is when the Christmas decorations start. Like we might have to get a little nuts. I was thinking about listening to Christmas music today. Instead, I listened to the soundtrack for the revival of Hair on Broadway. But I was this close to Christmas music. It's just finally gotten cold-ish in Southern California, and it is so nice. So to the sun, 
I say, fuck you. Oh, is it coming back? The sun? What? Is it going to get warm? I don't know. I, I told it to fuck off. Let's see how, how long it stays away. I don't think you have a lot of sway with the sun, though, given how Oh, but you do with the universe? The un- I don't have any sway with the universe. Listen to what I said. I said the universe is eager to spite me. The universe doesn't prefer me challenging its authority. Authority. Obey the universe. Can I tell you something disturbing? I didn't tell you last night because I didn't want to turn it into a whole thing we talked about. Yeah. I was just processing it on my own. Okay, so I was communicating with a listener, a wonderful listener who I who I really like. Um, and we were talking about like child rearing and stuff. And she was telling me some child rearing books she likes. Mm-hmm. And the first one was like, um, I forget what it's called, but it's by Janet Lansbury, who our mommy and me group had recommended. And she has a podcast. Everyone loves her. And the second one is like another one that I've heard of. And then another one. And then she's like, and also mom's on call. You might not like that one, though, because it has spanking in it, and I know you're anti-spanking. And I was like, again, I don't – I am anti-spanking, but it made me wonder, is she pro-spanking? But I didn't didn't ask her. Um, But I was like, what is this book that is Mm. recommending spanking? And it suddenly became like a scary movie that I don't want to see, but I like want to look it up on Wikipedia. And so I became upset – look – my brain has spongy areas, spongy obsessive areas. So I became like obsessed with this book, trying to like read reviews of it and stuff. And then finally, I ended up just, I'm like, I'm just going to go nuts until I read it. And I, and I bought it on Kindle. And here's the thing, like, there's actually some like pretty common sense, decent, good advice. It's th- there's three in the series. This mm-hmm. one's for toddlers. There is some like pretty good advice. Like one, like a little thing is like, don't put okay at the end because to us, don't okay, ask. Yeah, it's like don't with toddlers. Fewer questions around the the non optional things. So right. like bedtime, getting in the car eating bath time it's not really up to them like plenty of questions around like playtime and non-essential stuff are you getting tired of listening to me because you look bored and tired well i mean no but i feel like we already knew that okay so anyway though when it comes to spanking it's like let's address yes we just did did use that word let's address the elephant in the room spanking for generations and generations we're like okay with spanking and now all of a sudden we're not allowed to do it um you know it is a tool if you are someone who was abused this might not be the tool you want to use but here let's talk about how to do it so it's safe and it like breaks down how like first of all don't call it hitting spanking is totally different than hitting three three spanks to the butt or the area right below the diapers it should be a quick sting it should not leave a mark um i forget and, but we recommend against using this one in public here's the one they recommend for public and this i had read about in the amazon reviews Take cotton balls, saturate them with white vinegar, put them in a Ziploc. And then if your child is misbehaving, like at the grocery store, press one of the cotton balls between their, uh, like, between their upper lip and their nose. 
and like everyone hates that smell. And then hopefully you'll only have to do it a couple times. And then if you just put the baggie of cot of vinegar yeah, soaked of it. Yeah, in the diaper bag where they can see it, they'll behave. These are pediatric mm. nurses mm-hmm. who wrote this book. Now, mm. I have been trying to figure out because a lot of the reviews are like this is this is recommending child abuse, like that's abusive, like these women are fruit loops, like blah, blah, blah. And I've been trying to figure out why does that because I agree like I I feel haunted by it like why does that feel oh and then it's also like say like if you don't do what mommy says she's gonna have to bring out her bag of stinky cotton balls um and then even in like and then you just prep you know wipe right right below their little nose and like the just the way they put little nose like (sighs) like it's okay to use something that smells on a dog even though you actually with a dog, you don't do it like where that you don't spray it at them or put it under their nose. You just like might spray some like a something that, hmm. that they don't like on something you don't want them to scratch, even though that never works. But why is that? Why does this feel so abusive? Like, why does it? Why am I so repulsed by this idea? Because you're not actually harming them. It's just like seems weird and sadistic. Uh, First of all, do you agree that it's weird and sadistic? Um. Well, I think I don't think it's weird. You don't think it's weird? It seems super weird to me. I feel it's pretty common. Like I don't know. I'm not talking about the spanking. I'm talking about the cotton balls. Oh, the cotton balls. Yeah, the cotton balls is like different. I don't. Yeah, maybe that's a little weird. Um, sadistic. Uh, I don't know if I agree that it's sadistic. Demented. Maybe in certain from certain people, it's sadistic. Uh, I feel like. Uh, oh. The spanking should only be done by loving parents, though, it says, which for people who are anti-spanking is like kind of a contradiction. But I understand what they're saying. It shouldn't be rageful. They're just saying it should be like, it should be calm and thought out and like, okay, if you do that, your punishment is this, and then you carry through with it. I I, I guess I tend to think of these things like almost strategically. Like, first of all, I don't, it's hard to know how I feel like it would work for us because I don't think Elliot has ever been at a place where nothing else works. So like, but they're not even saying, by the way, I'm a hundred percent not considering it at all. Well, but I'm just saying but like, I'm saying like if something else you works, don't do use the other it. thing. You don't, don't use it during a temper tantrum. Like that's one of their main things is you don't use so it when during would a temper you use tantrum. It? Why would you use you it? You would say like, let's say your kid's playing outside and they won't come in. They won't mind you. They won't listen to you. Then you would say, if uh, mommy needs you to come in right now, if you don't come in when mommy calls, you're going to get a punishment and your punishment is going to be this. As soon as you walk in the door, you're going to get your punishment like that. I, ugh. okay. I, what I don't like about that kind of spanking, which is very different than like what they're talking about is much different than like having a paddle or something like that or daddy's belt. Yeah. Um, but I still think I don't like it because you want to teach your kids not to, you know, think of violence as a solution to a problem. And you're sort of teaching them the opposite when you are spanking them. Um, that said, uh, you know, if you had a child who was absolutely refusing to like called your bullshit completely on your authority. (laughs) And just was not like ever going to obey. 
you know, I'm not saying that is the solution. I'm saying I, it's not. But I don't know what the solution is. Now, I don't, I'm not an expert in these things. You know, there are, I think that like, there are, that's not a problem we have. You know, Elliot, sometimes he's stubborn and sometimes he'll, but we can always finesse him to do what we need him to do, usually. Um, so I don't know, but maybe, maybe we're creating a spoiled kid. I don't know. Like, right. I mean, it's just like, Mama, you're too busy to do all that finessing. You got to just like the, they this book is I think is for people who don't want to have to do all the stuff we have to do to deal with their toddler, which I get. Uh, yeah, I, I get. Know. I mean, like I, I do I oftentimes are... feel that we have ceded control to him and like we're trying to get back our control. I just think there's ways you can do it that I mean, the book says like if this doesn't feel right for you, Leave it. But behind. also, I mean, I'm sorry, but it's like there are kids that are way more uh, s- sort of headstrong yeah. than Elliot. Like, um, so I don't know. It's hard. I guess I'm saying like it. I don't. I don't judge as strongly as other people because I just don't know. Wh- you know what that's like to have a kid who behaves that way. On the, the other cotton- hand, it just does. It doesn't seem to me like there wouldn't be another way. So what about the know. cotton balls? Uh. That rubs me the wrong way. That seems like an extreme measure. Again, like I don't. But it. Do, but here's the question: Why does it though? Because it doesn't actually harm them. So why does it feel so? Well, it does, extreme? I don't think it feels as extreme to me as it does okay. to you. But it just seems like a desperate measure. But there are parents out there that, you know, I don't know that it's. I I I just I don't know I. Maybe I just hate vinegar so much. I don't know. I don't feel as strongly as you do about it. I, I, All right. I guess you're better than me. I'm not saying people should be pulling the belt out, though. You know, I mean, obviously, you don't want to beat your kids. I just think, um, I don't know. Well, I had a real negative reaction. But then I... Um... I wouldn't do it. So, I mean, I wouldn't do it. I'm, but I don't know that I judge. That's what I'm saying. I guess it's, here's the thing. I have a real issue with purposefully causing your child discomfort. Now, some discomfort has to happen yeah. in order, you know, it just has to happen. Like plenty of times, Elliot doesn't want to take a bath but we need him to take a bath. You know, he doesn't want to brush his teeth. We need him to. He doesn't, there's all sorts of things he doesn't want to do, but something about like your punishment being physical discomfort, even if it's as small as having to smell something gross, it just seems weird to me. See, I don't know. But it's, again, it's like, I don't know. That, that doesn't, I, I don't, that doesn't do any, That doesn't affect me. I mean, unless you're actually like beating your kid, you know, and I guess there's the question about where the line is there, but like, what about washing their mouth out with soap? You're cool with that? no, I think that's no, but I'll, on the other hand, I don't think that it's like so terrible. It's just to me, it's just tactically bad. Like you're going to end up with a kid who's who think who gets into fights and stuff. Most likely, maybe not necessarily, but maybe the odds are higher. Uh, and I don't think that you're teaching. It just seems to me you're not teaching your kid uh, how to navigate these things without i don't know 
you know, without hitting. So later when they're in third grade and they're hitting other kids, it's you're gonna ha- not going to have a lot of uh, authority saying don't hit when you're like, you've been hitting. Right. So. Well, that's why they, they advocate calling, calling it something different. Yeah, but kids aren't that fucking stupid. I know. That kind of shit's like, really? Okay. Anyway. All right. Hi, Allison. This is Andrew Tacoma, and I, my big woohoo is that my uh, cannabis plants that I got because I got a medical card, they're really close to harvesting, my first harvest. Um, the downside is I still have uh, polycystic kidney disease, which is the reason why I have the medical card. Um, and now to add to that, there's a chance that I might have uh, an early onset prostate cancer, which would be another reason for trying to harvest that, um, those flowers and uh, mix some oil and uh, try to get better. So, you know, uh, yay, I guess. I love the show. Bye now. Beep. Andrew. Good Lord. That took I a hope, turn. I hope you don't have prostate cancer, but if they catch it early, I think it, I don't know. Prostate cancer sometimes is like, Gnarly, and then sometimes it's not. So I hope you have the one that's not if you do have it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was his name Andrew? Yeah. Andrew. In Tacoma. Uh, in Tacoma. The uh, heart goes out to you, buddy. This is, um, that's rough. But it's, but yeah, like prostate cancer, depending on when they catch it and stuff, is survivable. So hang in there and uh, wishing you luck. Andrew has sent us some wonderful snack chat items. In fact, we have a snack chat backlog, but his items are in the backlog. Um, I was wondering what was in that log and why you hollowed items it from out. Andrew, Andrew's items. And to put snacks in. Yeah. Andrew's items. This is the one more. Okay. Then let's do Daniel's Cool Beans. Okay. Hi, Allison Rosen is your best friend and Daniel. Um my name is Shayla. I was just calling uh, to say that I really love the show. I've probably been listening for five years, something like that. Um, and it's always a bright spot. So thank you for that. Um, as far as how it's going with me, I am actually a first-year medical student. I'm a few months in. And it's been really interesting. I um, My school's probably 80 to 90% remote at this point. And so um, we're all getting tested regularly. So we've had the opportunity to go in and interview patients um, and do things in small groups. And I think it's even more meaningful this year uh, being able to do that than usual. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's been good. It's been um, kind of what I've wanted to do for a long time. So that's been wonderful. Um, please stay well. I hope. Your boys are well, also. And this has been Shayla. Bye. Four for four. I love it. I don't know if... Well, wait, no, did Andrew... Andrew no. Three for four. Fucking Andrew. Thanks, Shayla. Thanks, Shayla. Sh- is it Shayla or Shayla? I think it's Shayla, but I so, can't be sure. I've, I knew a Shayla, so... You did? Who's Shayla? Worked with her. No, there's no story there. Imagine medical school being like 90% remote. I know. Do they send the cadaver to your house? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Speaking of hands-on projects, 
Really good segue, Allison. Thank you, Allison. I want to talk about KiwiCo. Daniel, we love KiwiCo. While the holidays may look a little different this year, the season of giving is in full swing. So listen close if you have a child, grandchild, niece, nephew, or a little cousin on your holiday list. If you think it's impossible to get a kid to put down the cell phone or video game and do something that's good for their brain, you're wrong. KiwiCo delivers hands-on science and art projects for kids of all ages. Everything needed to spark curiosity and kindle creative thinking, which makes KiwiCo the perfect gift with KiwiCo kids can engineer a walking robot design a paint pendulum conduct bubbling chemistry experience and more all from the comfort of home so I love KiwiCo KiwiCo has saved our hide a few times because what we did is so you get a monthly box you can pause it at any time but we let a few of them build up so we had like a corner of our cabinet that had three kiwi kiwi crates in them um And then basically whenever we need something to distract Elliot or like a reward or just when, you know, as a parent, you know, like when you're like, I need a new toy, I need something, I need something that'll be fun for him. Um, I just pull out one of those KiwiCo crates and he's totally engrossed. Um, I think one of his favorites is, and they have different lines for each each age. So, you know, this was from when he was a little bit younger. Um, It's like a fishing exploration game. And and there's this lake that folds up and there's these little um, Velcro fish and like a fishing rod and then a little book. And it's just, it's super duper fun. Uh, KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code Allison at KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com. That's 50% off your first order at KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code Allison. Again, that's KiwiCo.com, promo code Allison. Also, if you think you may be depressed or you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious, BetterHelp Online Counseling offers licensed professional therapists who are trained to listen and to help with issues including anxiety, anger, family conflicts, LBG, tea matters, self-esteem, and more. Just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs, get matched with your counselor in under 48 hours, easily schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus exchange unlimited messages to communicate with your therapist at your convenience. Everything you share is confidential. If for any reason you're unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time, no additional charge. I think that's really great, especially right now, starting up virtually with someone new. You might be feeling like, well, what if it's not the right fit? I don't want to commit. You're not committed. You can change. They'll get you the right person. Person. BetterHelp is an affordable option, and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code BESTFRIEND. Get started today at BetterHelp, betterhelp.com slash bestfriend. Again, that's BetterHelp, betterhelp.com slash bestfriend. Talk to a therapist online and get help. Okay, I think it's time for Daniel's Cool Beans. Now, we have a Cool Beans jingle put together by none other than our own professional musician Tony Thaxton. However, I don't have it loaded up, so I am going to sing it, and then then he's going to play the real one, and we'll see how <laughs> good my rendition is. Kidney bean, lima bean, pinto bean, navy bean. These are beans. Is it just me or beans? Uh, it's, cool beans. Sh- Daniel's cool beans. I thought you weren't going to play Tony's <laughs> version. Black beans, kidney beans, pinto beans. 
All right, let's hear it. Okay, here we go. Um, Over hundreds of years, the American palate has expanded to include not just cuisines of our ancestors, but those both strange and glorious of the other exotic peoples who've come to share this great land, both willingly and non. Over time and generations, some of these hideously foreign dishes have become so commonly digested that they're almost American cuisine themselves. Today, I am reviewing Rosarita's low-fat refried black beans. Awesome. The refried bean. What is it? No one knows. Now, it had been several a decade since I last begrabbed one of these iconic cans. There she was, Rosarita, the image of that real person who totally existed and just wants the world to enjoy her personal recipe for mashed and twice fried legumes becoming beacon <laughs> beckoning me on come taste the flavor of old mexico yes rosarita i shall taste that old flavor i shall taste it indeed <laughs> as i opened the can i thought back to all back to all those years ago my youth as they call it when, a regular, when I regularly tested the fortitude of my guts with this spiced and larded bean paste. <laughs> but hold! The color of this mush was not to be expected. Not brown, as we've come to expect. Nor black, as might cleverly be deduced by the name of the product. No! This slowly egressing sludge was the color of ash. Gray as burnt something. My wife was behind me. She was expecting a review. I thought fast. Abandoning my family seemed too drastic a move <laughs> to avoid eating this desaturated dystopian gruel. I determined that I must soldier on. After frying them in my trusty pan, <laughs> was that the third fry or the second? The, f- the famed refrying. Again, no one knows. I loaded my bowl and sat down to smell, observe, and consume. <laughs> the first thing that hits you after you've adjusted to the sight of this abomination is the nose. Familiar. Comforting, even. This is the smell you've come to expect from beans fried du foie. <laughs> Inhaling this tangy aroma, one thinks of their stepfather ranting about some nonsense he heard on Rush Limbaugh one afternoon at the dinner table and the anxiety that you might not finish and be dismissed in time to catch this season's airing of It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> I then ate the beans, and they were fine. They're refried beans. They are exactly what you would expect, and the flatulence was moderate. moderate. <laughs> I give them four out of five stanky butt blasts. <laughs> What's is Dufois really? Does that mean something? Twice. In what? I don't know. I looked it up on Google Translate. In French. Huh. That was really great. I could I could be wrong. I don't speak of the French. It sounds right to me. Um. I thought they were kind of purpley. Was this last Maybe night's it depends beans? Depends on the light. Was is, are we talking last night's beans? Well, I've had them several times. This is sort of a, a you know, I combined experiences. Oh. I've gotten used to them. You I'll composited it. A little postscript. Uh, you know, I, 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 they're better than the normal refried beans, I would say. 
But are these the ones that you made last night? I wasn't specifically reviewing the ones last night, honey. Are you trying to determine if this is uh, an a re- this was actual documentary writing of an actual event that happened? Well, I saw the. Well, let me to explain. I saw the beans glop out of the can last night, and I thought As to myself, "Those are purple looking to me." So I'm just wondering where. But you described them as gray. Right. I'm not trying to poke holes in your review, Mr. Cool Beans. I'm just curious. The ones you ate last night, was that Rosarita's low fat? I would say they're purplish gray. I mean, if you... If, if, oh, my God. Here's... What, what did you just review? What I ate last night. Oh. I, I didn't mean it in a bitchy way. I meant literally, what's the name of this bean? The refried black beans. And was that what went into the pan last night? Because there's v- varieties What's of those right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes, I answered you. Yes. Okay, thank you. God damn it. To me, they looked a little purple. You called them gray. Okay. Jeez, you have to deal with people. Here's the thing. Allison, she, everything must be exactly truthful. And sometimes when you're trying to like play something off, say, with the kids... You do this too. I'll, you'll go like, you'll make something up so that like, say you want to get him into bed and Allison will correct. What? what? She'll correct you. This, it's this, this thing where it's like, just roll with it, honey. I, I, had, to, I had five minutes to write this. <laughs> don't undermine your own review. You're undermining it. I know. So don't you do it too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> All right, that's the last cool beans. No, <laughs> don't take away our cool beans. It's all we have. You just you just want to shit on it. I'm not shitting on it. <laughs> you want to like fact check it? You're fact checking it, like I'm the fucking president. Do you want to fire me by email? No. I'm not trying to fact check your review. I understand you feel that way. I was just simply saying that it was inaccurate. No. Daniel. <laughs> it's all right. There's 600 matter. kinds I've... of cans of beans in our house. Hence Daniel's cool beans. There's beans in cans of all different sizes and I don't mean the beans are different sizes. I mean, you have like a giant can of beans. We have so many kinds of beans. Mm. There's multiple kinds of refried beans. So I listened to your review, well-written, hilarious, and I was like, oh, are these the same ones that blarfed into the pan last night? Those struck me as purple. So I expected you to be like, no, that was Rosarita's purple blend or whatever. What are you talking about? Purple beans? Oh, my God. Now you're... Wait, no. Do you think... That were you thinking for a moment that perhaps Rosarita, who is a traditionalist, she but she's got lime beans. I don't mean lima beans. I mean there's some that has like a lime flavoring. Yeah, but maybe it looks different. No, but she's not selling purple beans. I was not. You thought I was I was I was making like a novelty like Halloween bean or something last night. Oh my god! Just hold your beans for God's sake. Okay. She's got a vegetarian variety. She's got no I fat know traditional. What she has. <laughs> uh, 
So I figured maybe it was a different variety that, um, look, she's got spicy jalapeno. She's got traditional. She's got vegetarian. She's got no fat traditional. Okay, but what kind would be purple? Well, apparently no fat traditional. No fat. Where's this? Isn't there a lime one? Yes. No fat refat. (laughs) No fat refried black beans is different than this can that I'm trying to pull up right now. Just refried beans. Yeah, they're different. That's what I'm saying. What do you know? That is not what you're saying. It could be. It could be what I'm saying if you want it to be what I'm saying. It isn't what you're saying at all. At all. Well, maybe I, that's the opposite of what the, I'm saying. The non-fat black beans. Well, I think they're purpley. They look purple. They looked purple to me. <laughs> Should I rewrite this and then re-record it so that I don't have this gross inaccuracy involved? Now people won't ever trust any of my reviews because they're going to be like, "Oh, was it really? Oh, really? Maybe you're lying again. Maybe I'm- it was purplish gray instead of just gray." This is exhausting to me. I'm not, look. I understand that you feel that I am. Oh, who cares? Do you want to do snack chat? Yes. Okay. Tell us what we're going to be snacking on. Let me. Uh, don't um, let me get fact checked. Now, did that happen? Did what happen? Did I really do that? The snack chat jingle, and did you bang the snacks on the table? All right, what we have are brocks, various kinds of candy corns. Candy corn. Now, it should be known, we're both doing Weight Watchers. Daniel, how many pounds have you lost? 25. I've lost seven. Um... So this is not cool with with our plan. So I'm just going to nibble a tiny bit. Could you unwrap them louder? I am unwrapping passive aggressively. I <laughs> Don't you stop me either. Uh. All right. <laughs> so, let's see. Uh I just want to do the turkey, the Thanksgiving dinner yeah, ones, I think. That's you. Turkey ones. Is that, is, can anyone tell the difference? <laughs> uh, all right. Hold on. Are you still doing it passive aggressively or are you, is it just loud? It's just loud. All right. Okay. So what we have are regular. We have something called harvest corn. Which, which is I chocolate, suspect I think. Oh, is that what that is? Well, it's got the brown on the bottom or purple. We've got one that is pie flavors, which is apple pie and pumpkin pie. And then turkey dinner. I mean, that's insane. Which has green beans, roasted turkey, cranberry sauce, ginger glazed carrot, sweet potato pie, and stuffing. Now, is that all in one piece of candy corn no because one's no no maybe each one is different hold on oh my goodness isn't that wild so let's see uh i don't oh there it's right like how many are there there's a cranberry 
Oh my okay, goodness. So here's your Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> oh my gosh. Here is. No, I just. I'm just. Ah! Jesus Christ. This is either pumpkin pie or apple pie. And this is either pumpkin pie or apple pie. I think this is apple and this is pie. I actually tasted those already and I know they're delicious. Let's just do the Thanksgiving dinner ones. Okay. Okay. What do you want to start with? The green one? Let's do it with green. Okay, it's so all this green. is the green bean, right? Yeah. It's disgusting. It tastes like Play Doh. That like bitter play doh. They're really leaning into the green bean flavor. It's got the bitterness of a green bean. It's, it's a little bit. I hate it. It almost tastes like almost has like a green tea flavor, you know that. Yeah. Here you can have the rest of mine. I mean, look, if I were drunk or nibbling in the middle of the night, I might finish that, but I don't like it. Okay. Here this Brown one with the yellow bottom. That's the one I picked up too. Uh, okay, what do you suspect it is? Oh. Hey, who cares? Let's try it. Ah, that's turkey. Oh my God, that is nasty. <laughs> oh my God, this tastes like something that shouldn't be in my mouth. That tastes like turkey skin, like burnt turkey yeah. skin. But wish, but really sweet. Ugh. <laughs> That was really awful. Oh, now what? What are the other options? Yeah, I gotta wash that out of my mouth. Hold on. Gnarly. It tasted like, like, like if you like mixed bouillon, a bouillon cube with with artificial sweetener. Who at Brock's thought this was a good idea? Ugh. Okay, what are the other flavors that okay, are... Okay, let's do this one. It's like a beige and orange. Right, but can you read... The... Oh, other flavors are uh, cranberry sauce, ginger glazed carrot, sweet potato pie, and stuffing. So this is either carrot okay. or sweet potato pie, I think. This is carrots. Ugh, that's bad, too. It's more tolerable to me. There's almost, almost like a little bit of ginger or something. There, it's ginger carrots. Oh, yeah, ginger glazed carrots. What do you know? That is the, the most, it tastes like candy at least. Okay, sorry. And now there's two more or one more? There's stuffing yeah. and sweet potato pie. I think there's one I've not seen. And cram- I've got a cranberry. Yeah. Okay, what about this one with the white bottom? Okay, that one? yeah. No, we haven't. Let's try it. Oh, that one's, that's stuffing. Yeah, that almost or, tastes like gravy. This one is okay, though. No, it's maple, though. Is this sweet potato? Is it yams? That might be the sweet potato. Is the sweet potato maple? I don't know. Wait, which one Which one do you have left? Cranberry. That's all? There's yeah. one missing, then. Which one? We haven't done the uh, sweet potato pie. Unless we just did. Well, then, then we didn't do the stuffing. I mean, there's one... Right, there's one we haven't done. Did we do this one, the white with the, the orange? I believe. I, there's, I left my bits over here. Isn't there a white with an orange no. right there? No. no this one, we haven't done white with the orange. All right, let's do the white with the orange. Wait, what is this then? Oh, okay. Okay. All right, Ready? yeah. yeah. This just... Oh, this one's okay. I don't know what it is, though. That's probably them. 
Sweet potato pie. Maybe. All right, okay, and cranberry. lastly, cranberry. This one I, f- I predict will be okay. Yeah. It's like gum. There's, yeah. There's only like two of them in the whole bag of the red ones. I don't like it, though. Boy, these are fucking nasty. Those are gross. Man, alive. Someone should get fired over there. That was horrible. Ugh. No, thank you. Ah, these are not easy to get back in the bag. But the cranberry, the aftertaste at least, doesn't make me angry. It was kind of fruity. Yeah. But like in a artificial fruit candy kind of way, though. Not now, like a- yeah. And I just want to make it clear, though. I actually like candy corn. A lot of people don't. I do. I'm going to try one of these the harvest pie flavors. The pie flavors are good. I'm going to have the um, the apple pie. Uh, it's all right. Not great. Yeah, no, that was good. And then the uh, the pumpkin pie. All this sugar. I know. All right. God's sake. Daniel. Uh, have we made people uncomfortable enough yet? I don't know. That's really for them to let us know. Email us at ariymbf at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know if Allison's, uh, the way she treats me makes you uncomfortable. Um, have you been checking out my other Monday shows on YouTube? YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen. Please subscribe. Um, hit the, if you hit the alert, you'll get a little an, a email. Sorry, if you hit the bell, you get an email. Every time one of my videos goes live, yeah, hit I the had, bell. And smash the. Dingle the dongle. Um, I had Bob Saget on recently. I had Ben Sheehan on. That's Jackie Johnson's fiance, who's a constitution expert. Um, I've got Alexa Bliss of WWE coming up next week. I mean, bringing out all the stars, honey. That's right. You know? Um, So please subscribe to me over there. Uh, Patreon. I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. There's a special promo right now where if you subscribe, you can do an annual subscription and you get two months free. So it's 12 months for the price of 10. Also, weekly bonus episodes. Usually there's a video component to that if you're at the higher level. So you get you can watch those if you're at That's a higher cool. level. It's super cool. I do a live stream. I did a whole Zoom live stream where wow. everyone could Zoom in um, and... Uh, yeah. Get on it, people. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. And follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And I have a request. When I tweet about the show on Monday and Thursday, could you guys please retweet that? Because sometimes I look at the number of retweets and I think, wow. Wow. This is a real sob story. Wow, is what I think. Wow. (laughs) No, I just think um, mm, that's not a lot of retweets. I feel feel I'm deserving of more retweets. So get in there, you guys. Retweet that up. 
What? No, you have a I mean, sour look on your face. Is it well, is no, my I'm, is my naked neediness I'm putting thinking, you off? I'm just agreeing that this is people probably don't have anything more important to worry about. <laughs> what? Like the future of the country is being decided in a couple days? Give me a break. No, this, I'm agreeing. This is more important. I'm just, look, I'm giving them a small attainable goal. And that goal is to make me smile by seeing their retweet. Your vote probably doesn't count for much, but Your retweet. retweeting this does. So vote by retweeting Allison's tweet. Vote with your retweet. Oh, yeah. You know what? What if they have been? Stick it to the other side. What side are you on? Are you a Republican? Are you a Democrat? Do you yeah. hate the other side? Do you want to drink a cup of liberal Stick tears? It. Retweet my Or tweets. Republican tears. You, Whatever yeah, side you're on, you're going right. to stick it to the other side. That's right. In, in your face. Allison's tweet. Are you mad? Let him know. Yeah. Are you angry? Triggered much, Snowflake? Retweet my tweet. That's right. Um, oh, man. Feel, are you a cuck? Retweet my tweet. No, not if you're a cuck. Are you a cuck? <laughs> Don't be one. Re- <laughs> you're a cuck. Retweet. I feel like that's bad uh, salesmanship. Don't be cucked. Retweet my tweet. Yeah, that's right. You've got no future in politics, honey. That's what I love about you, though. That I have no future in politics. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, excuse me. My throat made a sound. Listen, you guys. Um, whatever happens, and stuff's going to happen, we're here for you. We love you. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 